Welcome back to Simon Field. It is the final game of our Saturday Triangular. I'm Chris Conley. The Evergreens are on the air, getting ready to play Superior. While we were away, Superior was a tough luck loser to Holman. So Holman won both their games today. Holman was trailing by a run in the top of the seventh. They tied it up and then won it in the eighth, six to five. So to Superior stung by the Holman Vikings. Now they have to play the Evergreens, and the Evergreens are pitching their number one pitcher, Nate Langman, the right-hander. Superior's batting order leading off and catching is Carter Kalen. The pitcher, Mason Sternberg, will hit for himself and bat second. Hayden Smith, the third baseman, will bat third. First baseman, George Hansen, will bat fourth. Second baseman, Kel Piggott, bats fifth. Shortstop is Robert Olson, who will bat sixth. Right fielder is Andrew Meljorge, who will hit seventh. Carter Leaf is in center field eighth, and Colin Thompson, the left fielder, will bat ninth. The Superior Spartans, who've played only five games this season, they are two and three. It is Kalen Sternberg-Smith, Hanson, Piggott, Olson, Meljorge, Leaf, and Thompson. Here's the Evergreens batting order. They managed just four hits in their first game. Kyler Soppy will play shortstop and bat first. Hayden Davidowski's in right field second. Wyatt Miles plays second base, and he'll bat third. Mitch Danielski is in left field and bats fourth. Brock Babish will DH for the Evergreens' first baseman, Caden Kreitlow. Babish will bat fifth. Nick Cotter catching sixth. Braxton Olson gets the start at third base. He'll hit seventh. Nate Langman will hit for himself and bat eighth. Preston Miller back in center field. He was the starting pitcher and took the loss in game one. Miller back in center and batting ninth. For the Evergreens, we're now five up and five down on the season. Soppy, Davidowski, Miles, Danielski, Babich, Cotter, Olsen, Langman, and Miller. Evergreens looking for a win here. Get themselves back above 500 as they return to Valley Conference play at Wisconsin Rapids on Tuesday. Nate Langman's out on the field taking his warm-up tosses. The Evergreens have changed from their tennis ball yellows into their black jerseys with the green numerals and white trim. Superior, pinstripe bottoms, and sky blue with white numerals up top. The defense behind Nate Langman, Mitch Danielski, is in left. Preston Miller in center. Haven, Hayden Davidowski in right. The infield, Braxton Olsen at third, Kyler Soppy's the shortstop, Wyatt Miles at second base, and Caden Kreitlow at first. Nick Cotter, who caught only part of the game, caught the late innings in game one, will be the starting catcher for sophomore Nate Langman, who's just completed his warm-up tosses. All right, we're ready for baseball. Carter Kalen here again. Superior's got to bounce back. They let the game get away from them. It was played while we were away from our broadcast spot. So three games played here at Simon Field. The Evergreens lost their first to Holman, 6-1. to one. First pitch here from Langbin, outside corner, strike one. And then Superior lost in eight to Holman, 6-5. to five. So Holman comes here as the unofficial triangular champion. They won both their games. For Holman, that is a fourth and fifth win in a row as they head home happy. Swing and a miss for Carter Kalen. No balls and two strikes. I'm not sure that Nate Langbin knew yesterday that he was going to start today. He's ahead in the count 0-2. Fouled back. 
I mean, with Langbin starting here, Brock Babish officially is missing a start for the Evergreens, even though Babish has DH'd Friday, the earlier game today, and in this game, Babish is not pitching, which means he figures, if he's ready to go, to be the road pitcher for the Evergreens Tuesday in Rapids. Curve stays up high, ball and two strikes. And that would mean Nate Langbin would pitch again on Thursday. Langbin comes in with a 1-1 one one record when last seen. No run support. Lost 2-0 to Spash. High and away, two balls and two strikes. Everybody else here in the press box is working a third game today. That's a lot of baseball, gentlemen. My goodness. 2-2. Two -two. Hit to short. Wiesman gathers himself in, throw, close at first, got him by half a step. Chris Wiesman's been solid all day at shortstop. Designated hitter, number 18. I don't know, I hope something nice is waiting for my press box pals here. Maybe a nice steak on the grill when they get home? Both of them have that microwave dinner kind of look about them. As I said, steak? Well, you know, maybe. Mason Sternberg. Sternberg's the opposing pitcher, and he cuts a big shadow at the plate. Breaking ball is in for strike one. Again, we think that Superior may be using some of their top pitching, too. Sternberg's a senior. 0-1 pitch. Strike two. We'll see what the Evergreens can do when they're on the bat here. In the middle game, both Superior and Holman committed three errors apiece. That is in. Was that strike three? No, one ball and two strikes. All right, we lost the count up here. We got it now, one and two. We looked around that that pitch called strike should have been strike three. Too early in the game for Blue to be losing the count. That's all us. That's outside, two balls and two strikes. You know, a lot of times when you're playing weekend doubleheaders or triangulars, you've got a makeshift lineup in one game, and then you've got what's closer to your regular lineup in the other. In this game, the Evergreens are closer to their regular lineup. 2-2 two -two pitch, curve drops in, ring him up. Mason Sternberg returns to the bench, a strikeout victim, two up and two down here in the first inning. 12, Ian Holman and Superior looked like pretty even opponents when they played in the middle game. That was an entertaining ball game. So I don't think the Evergreens are facing a tougher or an easier opponent here. Hayden Smith swings and misses at the first pitch. Was up high. Hayden steps out. Langbin is ready to go. And here he comes at 0-1. Again, swung at that same high pitch, unable to lay off it. No balls and two strikes. Both of those pitches were probably balls, both of them right in the same spot. And Hayden Smith couldn't catch up with either of them. I mean, that's the lively fastball there. And got him with the express again, high around the shoulders, and Hayden Smith swings and misses. So make a note for the next time up, that number three batter in the superior order just couldn't help himself. A three-up, three-down inning and two strikeouts for Nate Langman. Let's see if the Evergreens can get off to a good start when we come back in the bottom of the first on 93-9 the game.
kind of a seed game for them. That's why I would think you'd see the better pitchers in this one. Bottom of the first is on, and here's the defensive alignment for the Superior Spartans. Colin Thompson is in left, Carter Leaf is in center, and Andrew Meljorge is in right. The infield, that's Hayden Smith over at third, Robert Olson's the shortstop, Cal Pigott is at second, and George Hansen's at first. Carter Kalen catching, big right-hander Mason Stenberg to pitch. Someone told me that Everest Fast Pitch won both their games earlier today. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Congratulations, Coach Matthews. Coach as, as De Piers got a ride home with two L's. Here's Kyler Sapi, who had a triple in the Evergreens' first game and scored Everest's only run. Takes down low, ball one. Sapi's got five hits over his last three games. Bounces that one foul. It's one ball and one strike. This has turned into a fabulous afternoon for baseball. A little cold, a little breezy for the first game. And not that we're complaining. I mean, after the April we had, we're not complaining. 1-1 one, one pitch. Checked his swing. Called. Strike two to Kyler Sapi. Leg kick, coming home, changed speeds and left it down low. Soppy's got a good eye and laid off that. Two balls, two strikes. We had three-man crews for games one and two of umpires. Two men work this game today. Two-two pitch, Soppy fouls that away, so he'll see another. Sapi is ready for a 2-2 pitch. Fisted and a slow roller back to the mound. Way, way in on the handle. And it's fielded by pitcher Mason Sternberg, who throws over to first. Sapi is out. Here's Hayden Davidowski. Hayden Davidowski. Go watch the Bucks game. Yeah, Davidowski is a left-handed batter for the Evergreens. Let's see, Davidowski, I believe, did play in the first game. First pitch to him is ball one. Yeah, he's on the mound. Yeah, Davidowski had a hit and a strikeout and flies this one to center field, and it's carrying, and the center fielder can't catch up with it. Davidowski into second with a stand-up double. Got under that, but Carter Leaf had to be going back on a dead run. Instead, he was kind of pedaling back, and then you could tell he wasn't going to be able to catch up with that. Hayden Davidowski gets himself a one-out double here in the first inning. And of course, here we are in the first inning, so nothing's going to be decided in this game here in the first inning. But boy, the Evergreens need to play in front. There's a chance to pick up Davidowski at second base. Wyatt Miles to bat. First pitch is down low to the lefty Miles. Ball one. Bucks up. No. Five, two, three, nine. 
Yeah, just, you know, when, when runs are hard to come by, having an early lead just seems like it takes a lot of pressure off you. Why it takes a big cut and fouls that back. Ball and a strike here to Wyatt Miles. Davidowski, pretty good speed. He'll score on a hit to the outfield. Down below the knees, two balls and one strike. Wyatt's been cold at the plate lately, but no reason like now to change that up. He was 0 for 3 in game 1. 2-1 pitch. Aimed that one, and it's down low, which means for the year, Wyatt is now 6 for 30. And again, the 30 at-bats means that Wyatt's not walking a lot. That's a lot for this stage of the season. He's got a 3-1 pitch coming to him here with a runner at second. And that is ball four outside. Wyatt Miles draws a walk, and the Evergreens have runners at first and second. Here comes Mitch Danielski. Mitch Danielski. Danielski 0 for 3 earlier today. In an RBI spot here. Danielski moves into the cleanup spot for the Evergreens in this game. So big stage here for Mitch. An opportunity knocks for him here in the first inning. Pitcher steps off, and Hayden Davidowski, the runner at second, dives back even though there's no throw. Looking overhead at Simon Field, there's not a single cloud in the sky. Light, comfortable wind blowing from left to right. It could not be a more pleasant afternoon. Coming home here, down low, Throw down to second base. That was close. Back in safe. Catcher throws all the way down across the diamond. Back at home, it's ball one to Mitch Danielski. Didn't think Superior played poorly in the first game. No, not at all. Just had a one-run lead. You know, one-run leads in high school baseball particularly are sometimes things. That is close, but just outside. Two balls and no strikes. Mason Sternberg looked in at the home plate umpire like he thinks he's being squeezed. Both of the pitches in this sequence were close to Danielski. Two balls and no strikes, and that's in the same spot, maybe a little bit lower. So that's a ball, too. Three balls and no strikes. Sternberg's in danger of loading up the bases. Coming home here... And that is strike one on the inside corner. One out, first and second for the Evergreens here in the bottom of the first. Popped up foul ground. I think this is going to be out of play. Yeah, no one's going to catch up with that. So much foul territory at Simon Field. That one landed up against the fence on the in-play side. Full count now. Check swing, foul ball. Pretty good at bat here for Mitch Danielski. Working the count. 3-2 pitch again. Swing and a miss. Pitcher wins that battle. And there's the second out, unable to advance the runners. Okay. 
Brock Babish had one of the Evergreens' four hits in the first game. And not to have just the same old song going over and over again here. The Evergreens with runners in scoring position and in danger of getting nothing. Ground ball to third. Third baseman picks it up and steps over on the bag. Gets the force there. And the Evergreens come away with nothing. A one-out double does not produce a run. We're through one inning. Superior zero, Everest zero on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. To the top of the second, Nate Langman retired all three batters that he faced in the first. I'll tell you this, though, when you're just not scoring runs, it puts more pressure on your pitcher, that's for sure. Nate Langman goes out there just feeling like he doesn't have a lot of margin for error. Completing his warm-up tosses here, he'll face four, five, and six in the superior batting order. That's George Hansen, Kel Higgett, and Robert Olson. I think it may be about a tie as to who drove further to get here. Holman's over three hours, Superior's over three hours. And here comes George Hansen, righty to righty here, with the orange mat. The Evergreens have a fungo that looks like it has bathroom tile on it. It's, it's hanging down below in the maintenance area. Weirdest looking bat ever. Ball one to start off, George Hansen. Hanson here, hard hit to the shortstop. Wiesman, tough hop, and goes into the outfield. Probably an error there. Wiesman was moving to his left and had to play a tricky hop, but he's in front of that. Yeah, there it is, error. Number 10, Kel Piggott. Lead-off man aboard, Kel Piggott to bat. So again, Langman's got to overcome an infield error looking to bunt. They pull the bat back at a pitch that's up high. So even superior senses, I mean, just sizing up Nate Langman, that you may not get a lot of runs. So you're looking to move a runner over, even though it's early in this game. We're in the top of the second, and there's no score. 1-0 pitch looking to bunt again. He offered it that and didn't get the bat on the ball. One ball and one strike. Kel Piggott looks like such a big kid. I don't think he's asked to bunt all that often. I mean, he looks more like he's up there to get his cuts, see if he can drive the ball into the gap or over the wall. 1-1 one, one pitch, and the bunt is off here, bounces in front of the plate, bounces away from the catcher. A wild pitch will move the runner up to second base.
that's one of the things. Again, and Nate Langman's going to be a quality pitcher, going to be one of the best for the Evergreens. But, I mean, here the other team was willing to give you an out, and you let the runner advance when you throw wildly. So that's got to be cleaned up again in a game where probably not a lot of runs are going to be scored. Those little things. Like that runner could be on second base with one out. He's on second base now with none out because of the wild pitch. And now Kel Piggott probably will get to swing away. It's a hitter's count, two and one. They're looking to bunt. It is popped up and almost caught and drops in foul territory. Everest first baseman Caden Kreitlow kind of had to let up a little bit because Kel Piggott was running to first. You know what? Caden, if he ran through it all the way, you would have gotten an automatic out. Runner cannot interfere in that spot. Caden kind of let up, avoided the contact, and the ball fell safely in foul territory on a bunt that was popped up. Two and two. Coming home, bounced off the plate, and that's foul. Error on the first base coach. In fairness, he did try to barehand it. Of course, I've bragged in past years, I'm the press box gold glover. Anything that comes through the window or up the screen, I get all of those. Like a vacuum cleaner. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> Fouled off again. Pretty good at bat here for Kel Pickett. Yes, my best play is where they have the screen that goes from field level up to the press box. I get all of those. They're nice and easy. They slow down by the time they reach the top. Still at two balls and two strikes. Long set for Nate Langman. Checks that runner back. Now he's coming home. And called strike three on the outside corner. Kel Piggott is out. It's the third strikeout for Nate Langman. And maybe the wild pitch kind of evens out. I mean, Pickett was willing to sacrifice, and instead he wound up striking out, so he didn't move the runner any further. Here's Robert Olson. If you are a news junkie, maybe you know who the other Robert Olson was. For years, the U.S. government solicitor general to the Supreme Court, Robert Olson argued the cases that went to the nation's highest court on behalf of the U.S. government. Robert Olson here does not look like he's passed the bar yet. It's pitch outside, ball one. Olson's the starting shortstop for Superior. Ground ball to third. Holds the runner, throws across, and the throw is wild, and it's an error, and it goes into the outfield. Superior's going to try and score a run, throw to the plate, not in time. It's a throwing error from Braxton Olson, the Evergreens' third baseman, and it costs the Evergreens a run. Unearned run, too. E5. And the runner that came all the way around to score was on base because of the earlier error. The throwing error means that Olsen lands at second base. And George Hansen comes all the way around to score. Superior leads 1-0, and there's still only one out. First pitch to Andrew Meljorge. Ball one outside. Mm. Last couple of games, the Everest defense has been good. Not so much in this inning. Swing and a miss, one and one. 
And, you know, the only part of the Everest lineup that's not normal is normally Wyatt Miles is playing third base. Braxton Olson playing here today threw wildly to first base. Superior doing all of this without the benefit of a hit. Swing and a miss at a high strike, one and two. Carter Leaf waits on deck. Only one out. And Superior's got a man at second. Got to keep this a one-nothing game. Outside, just missed. Two and two, that was close. Again, I think for Nate Langman, this probably feels a lot like his last start for Superior. Runs are going to be hard to come by. A couple of mistakes put you behind. And it's only one nothing. I mean, of course, anything can happen here still. 2-2 two, two pitch. Swing and a miss. Got him. That's the fourth strikeout for Nate Langman. And there's the second out. Here's Carter Leaf. Center fielder. One more chance for Superior to pick up that runner at second base. Righty to righty here. First pitch inside, ball one from Nate Langman to Carter Leaf. All of this coming without a hit. That's also one of the things that's got to be cleaned up for this Everest team. Ground ball up the middle. Shortstop Wiesman cuts it off, throws, and that brings the inning to an end. But again, you've got to make the other team hit the ball to beat you. And the Evergreens commit two errors and give up a run. Superior does not have the benefit of a hit, but they do have the lead. one nothing. We'll go to the bottom of the second when we come right back. To the bottom of the second we go. Last play that got the final out of the top of the first, it was shortstop Kyler Soppy. Soppy is playing shortstop today, normally at second base. Soppy is in for Chris Wiesman, who's sitting in game two. Nick Cotter, Braxton Olson, and Nate Langman ready to bat for the Evergreens, trailing 1-0 as we go to the bottom of the second inning. Leading off for the Evergreens in the bottom of the second catcher, Here's Nick Cotter. Nick 
all red synthetic bat for Nick Cotter. Maybe he needs a different bat. Maybe that'll get things going for him. He swings and misses at a pitch that's down low and out of the strike zone. Strike one. Maybe instead of the red devil, maybe we need cool blue or something else. Or green means go. Taking strike two. No balls and two strikes. Yeah, Nick's just all mixed up at the plate right now. Swung at a bad pitch to start off this sequence and then takes the one you're trying to hit. No balls, two strikes, and Nick Cotter hits that one right back up the middle. Hit it hard, but the pitcher snags it and throws over to first. And a lot of times, too, when you're in a slump, you're just kind of unlucky. Cotter hit that pretty hard. If the pitcher didn't play it, it may have gone up the middle for a hit. Instead, one out, no one on for Braxton Olson. Olsen got a chance to hit in game one. He's 0 for 1 for the season. Takes up high. Olsen's got a throwing error to atone for here at the plate. 1-0 pitch. Takes that, and it's strike one. One ball and one strike. The Evergreens have the game's only hit, a double from Hayden Davidowski. And Superior has the lead. There is strike two. And Braxton Olson's a really big kid, so this is a big strike zone. Got a lot of up and down territory to protect here with one ball and two strikes. Coming home, swing and a miss, and Braxton Olson is the second out. Here's Nate Langman. Pitcher, number 33, Nate Langman. Two outs and nobody on here for Nate Langman. Nate walked and did not score in the first game, 0 for 2 today. First pitch to Nate is down low. Langbin for the season, 5 out of 25. Even I can do the math, that's 200. 1-0 pitch. And this one is well hit, center field, base hit. Line drive for Nate Langbin, a two-out single. That's the best contact that Nate has made in a while. Pitcher keeps the inning going, and here comes Preston Miller. Courtesy runner coming out for the Evergreens. That's Elijah Schmidt. Preston Miller's been playing well for the Evergreens. See if he can make something happen here with two outs. Wow, they play Preston Miller all the way over to left. Hit something down the right field line. This would go forever. He's first ball swinging, bounce to the shortstop, who gets the force at second, and after one pitch, the inning comes to an end. Two complete, and Superior leads D.C. Everest 1-0 on 93-9 the game.
Superior sends 9-1-2 and two in their batting order to hit against Nate Langdon. We're going to the top of the third inning, and the Spartans have a 1-0 lead. Yeah, there it is. The Evergreens have changed to their regular infield alignment. It is Wyatt Miles who's going to play third. Chris Wiesman comes out to play short. And Kyler Soppy is coming out to play second base. So Braxton Olson, who had the throwing error, cost the Evergreens a run, is out. Kyler Thompson now. First pitch is up high. Beg your pardon, Colin Thompson, ball one. Langbin's leg kick coming home. A little bit outside. Two balls and no strikes. Evergreens of two hits. Nothing to show for it. Superior has not hit safely, but they've benefited from two Everest errors. There's a swing and a miss. Two balls and one strike. Yeah, Langbin, you know, at this level of baseball, can just reach back and throw that fastball behind some batters. They just can't catch up with it. 2-1. There it is again. Swing and a miss, two balls and two strikes. So, I mean, Langbin can just overpower some batters. I mean, if he goes on to pitch at a higher level, the second pitch becomes more important. You need something to keep batters honest or to set up that fastball. 2-2, curve, drops in, strike three. A fifth strikeout for Nate Langbin, first time through the superior lineup. Carter Kalen grounded out to short his first time up. One out and no one on for Kalen. And I, I don't sense at all that Superior is going to score a lot of runs. The question is, can the Evergreens get anything going? First pitch is down low for a ball. And you know what? I think Holman and Superior are probably about the same level as, say, Rapids, who the Evergreens are going to see in conference on Tuesday and Thursday. So these are useful games. Pitches high and away, two balls and no strikes. I see our Bucks game has reached halftime. We're down by four, 50 to 46. So that's a game that'll be decided in the second half. Strike there, two and one. You know, I mentioned in the earlier broadcast, because we're playing this triangular, it gives me an excuse to not go to the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Pitch is high and away, three balls and one strike. I'm thinking now of the money I'm saving by not being at the horse races today on Kentucky Derby Day. There was a time when I was younger, when I lived in New York. We'd follow that all the time. Line drive up the middle. Base hit for Carter Kalen. Going to the racetrack is like going to college. You, you pay for your education. You, you hopefully learn something from your losses and get better at picking winners. Now, for those who don't know, I have two uncles live in Oklahoma. One of them's still alive, one, one isn't, but they are thoroughbred owners and breeders, so I've been around their horses for a lot of my life. Looking to bunt, pulls back, strike one to Mason Sternberg. And in all of sports, 
if you happen to know someone who owns a racehorse, to see their horse, to see you know the jockey with their colors cross the finish line first, that is one of the biggest thrills in, in all of sports. Because with the horses, nothing is certain. Strike there, no balls and two strikes. So I've been with my uncles a few times and have seen a few of their winners. Of course, when you're breeding horses in Oklahoma and Florida like they do, I mean, the Blue Bloods are in Kentucky. So, I mean, they're, they're at the lower level of that sport. They're not going to have any Kentucky Derby entrance. Oh, two pitch, just missed. Hmm. Ball and two strikes. Nate Langman looked in like he thought that was a strike, too. So for someone who has only been casually following the races in recent years, I would tell you that Mo Donegal, breaking from post one, is my derby horse. You all heard it here. We'll celebrate my wisdom the next time we meet. 1-2 pitch coming, and that is called strike three. Another strikeout for Nate Langbin, his sixth. Two outs with a man at first, and here's Hayden Smith, who was also a strikeout victim first time up. Yeah, Nate Langbin's pitching well. Again, Superior, that's their leadoff uh, runner. That's uh, number one in their order at first base, and they've not tried to move him. Strike one here to Hayden Smith. You would think you'd look to be aggressive to move that runner over into scoring position. Superior instead is going station to station right now. Well, I mean, also in tight games... Outs on the bases tend to hurt you. Runners going here. Throw down to second tag. He is out, and that brings the inning to a close. The throw from Nick Cotter was a little bit high. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, slapped it on him, and that brings the inning to an end. So there you go. An out made on the bases. We're going to the bottom of the third. Superior one, D.C. Everest nothing on 93.9 The Game and everythingevergreens.com. Back to the top of the Everest batting order as we play the bottom of the third. Kyler Sapi, Hayden Davidowski, and Wyatt Miles to hit. Davidowski had himself a double back in the first. Forced out at third to bring the first inning to a close. It was the Evergreens' most promising run-scoring chance. Mason Sternberg is waiting to complete his tosses. His catcher, who was on the base pads, Carter Kalin, is late coming out. And will be ready to go in just a moment here in this bottom of the third inning. 
You know, for some reason, year after year, the Broadcasters Association holds their banquet on the first Saturday in May. The Kentucky Derby is the first Saturday in May. Conflicts, conflicts. Here's Kyler Soppy, who bounced down to the pitcher his first time up. So second time through the lineup for Mason Sternberg. See if the Evergreens have any more success. First pitch a little inside, ball one. Again, Soppy doesn't swing at a lot of bad pitches. Kind of bent himself back a little bit on a pitch that was kind of close to the inside corner. That's up high. Soppy's quickly ahead in the count. Two balls and no strikes. Lead-off base runner, any way it happened, seems like that would get the Evergreens going. 2-0 pitch, and that's high again. You know, Sternberg thought the last pitch was in the strike zone. It was in the upper range, and the home plate umpire motioned to him high, and that pitch was high again. Coming here, inside-out swing to right field. It's a base hit for Soppy. So the Evergreens do indeed get the leadoff man aboard. I think that swing was really a thing of beauty. Again, kind of an inside-out looping swing, but he made contact, punched it through the right side. It's the Evergreens' third hit. Hayden Davidowski to hit. Hayden's taken a long look down at the third base coaching box to see if he's being asked to sacrifice or if the hit and run's on. Soppy's got good speed. He could steal a base on his own here. So a lot of options with speed on the bases. The bunt is not on. Soppy, big lead, not going, and it's ball one outside. And again, base runner and batter, all with a big look down to third base. Soppy at first base kind of nodded his head like he sit and runs on. Runner's going, got a big, big jump, and he is safe. You know, that throw from Carter Kalen, the catcher, was a pretty good one. Made it a closer play than I thought it was going to be. Now with no outs and a runner on second, the count is 1-1 one and one to Hayden Davidowski. I wouldn't be surprised if they asked Davidowski to bunt the runner over to third here. That wouldn't surprise me at all. The bunt is on, and he bunts it back into the catcher's mid. A foul ball, one ball and two strikes. Now the bunt will come off. Evergreens were looking to get that runner over to third with only one out. Trailing one nothing. We're in the bottom of the third inning. One, two, pitch. Davidowski is bent back on an inside pitch. Two and two. Davidowski and Wyatt Miles on deck. Numbers two and three for the Evergreens hit from the left side of the plate. Waiting on a two-two pitch. Ball is hit hard right back to the pitcher. The runner's going to move over to third. Mm. The pitcher, Mason Sternberg, kind of made a mistake because Soppy was so far off third base, you could have gotten him in a rundown. Instead, he takes the safe out over at first base, and with one down, the Evergreens do advance the runner over to third for Wyatt Miles. One out now. Wyatt Miles and Mitch Danielski will try and pick up this runner from third. Superior's going to play the infield in. Coming home to Wyatt Miles. First ball swinging a fly ball. This is probably going to tie the game. It's dropping, caught, and bobbled, and everybody's safe, and a run will come in. The right fielder, Andrew Meljorge, dove at that ball. It went off his glove. That's a hit for Wyatt Miles.
You can't assume a spectacular play in the outfield. Wyatt Miles does get himself a hit on a sinking ball to right field, and he gets himself an RBI, too. Tied 1-1 now. Mitch Danielski will hit now. So the Evergreens are back to even. First pitch here, a little high again. Again, Mason Sternberg wants that higher pitch, that pitch right at the letters, which is borderline, to be called a strike, and it's not. And the umpire's been consistent with that. A little bit above the letters has been a ball so far. Hit on the ground to the shorts and through. Thought there was going to be a play on that. Everybody's safe. Here comes Brock Babish. Number 40, Brock Babish. Looking around here, everyone agrees that that's a hit, yes? Yes. Evergreens now have five hits and runners on first and second for Brock Babish. First pitch to Brock. Ball gets away from the catcher, not far enough for the runners to advance. So the Evergreens have a pretty good chance to take the lead here. Wyatt Miles at second, Brock Babish at first. I uh, beg your pardon, Mitch Danielski at first. Babish is batting here. Coming home to him. Little inside. Babish has a good eye, and he's ahead two balls, no strikes. ball here. Out of the reach of the second baseman goes into right field. Evergreens are going to bring the run in. The right fielder bobbled the ball too so there'll be no play. A hit and an error. Make sure we're all together on the scoring here. Babish for sure gets credit for a hit. Bobbled by the right fielder. That's what allowed Danielski to go from second to third there. Giving Babish the RBI, though, because, I mean, the Evergreens were going to bring that runner around all the way. The Evergreens take the lead 2-1. to one. And here's Nick Cotter. Still only one out. And the Evergreens now own the hit column 6-1. to one. First and third for Nick Cotter. So the Evergreen set up the double steal. Runners going. Play at second is out, but the runner will score from third base. The Evergreens trade an out for a run. No problem with that. Brock Babish is thrown out, but Mitch Danielski, who advanced to third on the error in the outfield, scores on the double steal. Three to one Evergreens. Nick Cotter. Continues his at-bat at 1-0, and that's down low, two balls and no strikes. So the Evergreens manufacture a couple of runs, and don't think that error doesn't hurt Superior. Without the bobble in right field, the runners would have been at first and second. Because of the right field error, runners were at first and third, and the Evergreens worked the double steal and get themselves an unearned run. Cotter steps out for a moment. Home plate umpire indicates we are at one ball and one strike. Thank you, Blue. Two outs now, and that's a little bit high. Now that's a high strike. Boy, that pitch to the last couple of at-bats has been a ball. One and two now to Nick Cotter. 
No pressure here in this at-bat. Bases are empty. Two outs. Cotter, slow roller to short. Let's see if he legs this one out. That's an error on the shortstop. Went off his glove. Went right off the webbing like he took his eye off it. The inning continues on a shortstop error. Second baseman, number 22, Chris Wiesman. Chris Wiesman will now come into bat. He entered the game when Braxton Olson was taken out. So now Wiesman gets a chance. Parents always cheer their own kids. Of course, you just heard Chris's mom say, let's go, Chris. Of course. Yeah, she wasn't talking about me, that's for sure. First pitch is foul back. Strike one. Cotter is at first base. Errors are now even at two apiece. And one of those errors for each team is factored in a run. The Evergreens have taken the lead here. That pitch is wild, bounces off the catcher, and sliding into second base is Nick Cotter. So here's now a magnified at-bat for Chris Wiesman. A hit to the outfield could get the Evergreens another run. Sternberg comes set, and that's down low to Wiesman. Two balls and one strike. Sternberg long set. Inside. Three and one now. Home plate umpire just indicate three and two. Not sure. Well, we'll see if this is indeed the payoff pitch to Wiesman. It is down low. It doesn't matter. It's ball four. The inning continues. Here's the eighth man to come to the plate in the third inning. It's Nate Langman. And first, there'll be a visit to the mound. Yeah, with Nate Langman pitching, I'm not sure how many more runs Superior is going to get. They need to keep this at a three-to-one game. A hit from Nate Langbin and another run coming in kind of upsets the apple cart here. We're only in the bottom of the third. A lot of time left in this ballgame. But the Evergreens finally have some timely hitting. Not sure if Dave Langbin, the Everest coach, is going here for a courtesy runner or not. Yeah, 35. Yeah. Going to put a courtesy runner out here, I believe, for Cotter. Josh Hopkins is going to come in and run. On a warm and long afternoon, the umpires will like that because Cotter can get a head start on getting his catching gear on. We like that too. The triangulars are a lot of fun, but it is a full day of baseball. This is our third game at Simon Field. Earlier today, Holman beat the Evergreens 6-1. Holman then came back in the eighth inning to beat these superior Spartans. That was 6-5, and now the Evergreens have a 3-1 lead in the nightcap. Langbin swings and misses. Strike one. Nate Langbin had himself a hit the first time up. Came with two outs, and the Evergreens couldn't advance him from first base. Now an 0-1 pitch. Takes strike two. Between games, Argos the Great Dane 
made his debut at a baseball game, he did great. Bounced off the plate. This is going to be a tough play. High, bouncing, and safe at first base. I'm not sure that that was the right call. I think the throw may have been there in time. Superior, though, is not arguing, and that is a second hit for Nate Langman. Bounced off the plate and went straight up into the air. Shortstop Robert Olson tried to hustle that across. Courtesy runner coming out for the Evergreens here. That is Elijah Schmidt, who will run for Nate Langman. The inning continues for Preston Miller, bounced into a fielder's choice his first time up. Two outs now first and second, and that Texas leaguer is the seventh hit for the Evergreens, and the bases actually are now loaded. It's the courtesy runner for Cotter, who's over at third. Wiesman is at second, and the courtesy runner for Langman's at first. So a chance to really crack this open. The 0-1 pitch is low, one ball and one strike. Preston Miller hits nine in the order and hits that one to the left side. The third baseman's got it and wins the race to the bag. And Preston Miller, for a second time, has bounced into a fielder's choice to the right side. That one brings the inning to a close. But the Evergreens get five hits. They bring three runs in. They also benefited from an error. And we do have a lead change here. Three complete. It's now Everest three, superior one on 93-9, the game.